0: We live on a planet (laughs) What am I doing? Why am I singing? I felt like singing to you guys. We live on a planet. Yes, we do. That's the name of my podcast and I'm your host Patrick. It's Monday, July 23rd, 2018 and we are living on a planet together. This morning, it's 73 degrees. Feels like it's 73 and the highs are going to be about 87 Winds are out of the east at 7 miles per hour, just enough to be moving the top of the trees. The leaves are just dancing around to the pulse of the planet this morning. I'm podcasting in my backyard, and it's gorgeous. I snapped a photo, put it up on my Instagram. You're more than welcome to go check it out. It's Merrick, M-E-R-R-I-C, 370. That's Merrick, 370. Like the elephant man, except for the elephant man's name was Merrick. It was M-E-R-R-I-C-K. Mine is just M-E-R-R-I-C, and that's my middle name, Merrick, something different. I wanted to jump right into our quote this morning, or our positive statement. Try to uh, get this show wrapped up for you so you can get back to doing whatever it is that you're doing, hopefully being creative. Here we go. To live a creative life, you must lose our fear of being wrong. To live a creative life, we must lose our fear of being wrong. Definitely. I think that we all have that fear, that fear that holds us back of looking stupid or saying something stupid or being wrong, and that can hold us back from our creativity. You know, or so, I can't draw, people will say. Well, everybody can draw. You just feel that how your draw is going to be wrong because it might not compare to the next person, but you can draw you can draw even if it's a stick figure that's still your creativeness coming out and so don't be fearful of being wrong on that just realize maybe you're the best at making stick figures I'm you know I'm I'm crippled by that a lot of times of fear of being wrong or it, mine is more a people pleaser mine is I just really want everybody to always be happy I'm the peace giver I'm the peace you know guy I, I don't want fights I don't like riff I hate confrontation And I want everybody to like me. And I know that that's not always going to be the case. And I'm trying to get past that. And the older I've gotten, the easier it's gotten to just kind of be happy with myself of who I am and where I am in my life instead of being envious or wanting and being someplace else that I wished I could be. Because this is where I am and this is where I'm supposed to be right now in this world. And everything I've gone through has just made me who I am. And everything that I'm going to go through will make me who i am as well gosh it's gorgeous out here this morning it's the sun isn't out or anything yet the skies are a little gray but it's just it's nice it's nice and cool that breeze feels good coming out of the east and it's nice makes me feel all right let's listen to joe cocker feeling all right and then blind faith can't find my way home these are songs just from 1969 that were hitting the charts they have nothing to do with what i was talking about i just like liked them and i wanted to share them with you let me share those songs with you and when we come back we'll get our random fact and then all the other stuff we usually do here we live on a planet stick around i'll be right back yeah. go how you doing what, what are you been up to where are you been? how come we haven't seen you we live on a planet in a while how you been good to see you careful rooting around there in the backyard you're gonna hurt yourself in that sea of green hey go say hello to your mother for me Wow, we have not heard or seen Goat. We live on a planet in months. He uh, found his way to the backyard of the Sea of Green, and he stopped over and brought me a random fact. And I thought this fact was kind of fun. Hey, Goat, take it easy. All right. This one was neat because this one was a follow-up to my last podcast. My last podcast the other day, we talked about how in 1969, uh, on July 20th, 1969 i'm just going through my notes real quick neil armstrong becomes the first man to step foot on the moon the moon is 240,000 miles away from earth and i thought this one was kind of neat to follow up how long did it take the apollo missions to reach the moon we know that they reached the moon in 1969 on july 20th but how long did it take the apollo missions took about three days to reach the moon three days goes on to state, but the quickest trip to the moon was the New Horizons probe, which zipped past the moon in just 8 hours and 35 minutes on its way to Pluto. However, the spacecraft didn't even slow down or approach a lunar orbit. It was just zipping past, heading off to Pluto. I thought that was kind of neat. That was a fun fact. That was fun. You know what else is going to be fun is um, I have an upcoming collaboration with Medicine Remixed. If you have not gone over and subscribed to Medicine Remixed yet here on the Anchor platform, please do. A couple doctors, they're in New York City, and they just do their thing on podcasting, which is fun. They were probably probably one of the very first podcasts I listened to when I first joined the Anchor platform, and I was an instant fan, and months ago, Reesh, the second half of Medicine Remixed, Got a hold of me, contacted me, and said, Hey, would you like to do a collaboration with D and I? And I said, Heck yes, I would love to do that. And so about two two months ago, we did a collaboration call, which was about an hour and a half. And it went pretty long. And um I heard from Reesh just the other day and he said, Hey, I hadn't forgot about you. They've just been busy. I mean, they're busy doctors, they're busy doing their things, but he said, We're gonna be getting that episode up in about two weeks. So if you haven't subscribed to Medicine Remix yet, go on over and check them out. It's a great podcast, good stuff, and uh, I'm going to be doing a show with them, which they're going to be putting out in a couple of weeks. What I'll do is once I hear more from Riche and I get to know the the details on it, I'll let you guys know when it's going to be on. So if you're curious or interested, you can go on over and listen to what uh, D Reesh and myself had to, to say in this collaboration which was a lot of fun i really did enjoy it all right well let's uh let's take a short little break and we'll hear some music again how about um ccr bad mood rising we just heard about the moon and then grateful dead st stephen's these were all songs that were topping the charts in 1969 then when we come back we'll do uh this day of history and then we also have the secret so stick around we got more show to come i'll be right back Hey, you're back. You stuck around. Awesome. Let's um, hear what happened on this day of history. I go over to the History Channel's website and just root around. And um, usually if I'm in the studios, I'll have my tablet open and then I can key it open and um, read. But since I'm on my back porch right now, these are just going to be the short version of what happened in this day of history. Here we go. Here's one that happened. 1984 on this day. 21-year-old Vanessa Williams, she gives up her Miss America title. She's the first to resign in the pageant's history. This is after Penthouse Magazine, they announced that they had plans to publish her nude photos. She was also the first black woman to win the Miss America pageant. She went to Syracuse, New York, which is only about 45 miles away from where I am south of me. I thought that was kind of neat and um, that she went to Syracuse, but I think it's kind of sucky that Penthouse ended up doing what they were doing. But see, in 1982, she went to New York City, and she did these model shoots, and the photographer told her that um, they would not be used, that she would be silhouetted out, and they wouldn't even know it was her. And she signed a release and everything, so she wasn't able to sue because she signed the release for this, and the photographer ended up uh, selling these to Penthouse. What else do we have 2007 honda produces its six millionth civic in north america six millionth civic honda civic how about this 1878 black bart strikes again he robs a wells fargo stagecoach in california 1878 black bart he was wearing a flower sack over his head and then the armed robber stole a small safe box with less than $400 and a passenger's diamond ring and a watch. When the empty box was recovered, a taunting poem was signed by Black Bart, and it was found inside. Want to hear the poem? I got it. This is what Black Bart taunted the authorities with. Here I lay me down to sleep, to wait the come morning, perhaps success, perhaps defeat, and everlasting sorrow yet come what will i will try it once my conditions can't be worse and if there's money in the box tis money in my purse <laughs> uh, black bart what else we got 1982 this was sad i remember this actor and two children are killed in the twilight zone movie set Vic morrow was the name of the actor, and two children actors were killed in this accident involving a helicopter. It was a part of a scene in the Twilight Zone movie where um, he was in Vietnam, this actor, and he had the two children with him, and they were in a body of water, and the helicopter, with all the pyrotechnics, was flying too low, ended up crashing and crashing right into these three and killing them, sadly. The director, I can't think of his name, though, the director, producer... Um, They were brought up on manslaughter charges. If you want to find out what more happened to that, head on over to uh, the History Channel's website or just type in the Twilight Zone movie accident and you can find out what happened. 1885, former president Ulysses S. Grant died. 1885. Ulysses S. Grant was a huge baseball fan. Just a little side fun fact. And then 1988, I remember this well. A year before I graduated high school, Guns N' Roses makes popular, make they make a popular, ugh, let me try to spit this out again, Guns N' Roses make popular breakthrough with Sweet Child O' Mine. Sweet Child O' Mine just, be, just really launched them and it was played everywhere speaking of that let's play it here at we live on a planet let's hear a little bit of guns and roses sweet child of mine this song is not from 1969 obviously it's from 1988 so we'll uh break the rules just a little bit don't tell anybody i'll be right back after guns and roses and we'll finish off with the secret the daily teachings stick around <laughs> day 107 of the secret the daily teachings here we go imagine writing an email of what you want to the universe when you are happy that your email is very clear you hit send and you know your request has gone into the ethers you also know that the server of the universe is an automatic system and it doesn't question email requests its job is simply to fulfill every request if you begin to worry and stress that you haven't got what you wanted then you have just sent another email to the universe to stop your order. And then you wonder why you haven't received what you asked for. Once you ask, know that the server of the universe is an, in, is an automatic, infallible system that never fails. And expect to receive your request. Day 107, The Secret Wow. Write an email to the universe today, ask for your request, and then be patient. I'm going to send one out today to the universe. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. The sun is just starting to pop up over the trees in the backyard of the Sea of Green. Looks like it's going to be a gorgeous day. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Take care, my friends. Peace.